The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The Hawks drop a heartbreaker to the Chicago Bulls at home. We'll give you all the ins and outs and tell you what we saw from our vantage point. The Hawks Beat Podcast starts right now. Kevin Herter to get in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out, I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander, he's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston, I'm Jack Dempsey, there's no one like me. I'm from their claw, there's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious. I want your heart, I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your man, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. And tonight, we will discuss the Chicago Bulls beating the Atlanta Hawks 136 to 126. A. very disappointing home loss, right? Very disappointing home loss. Um, Bulls win by 10. We'll talk about the ramifications. We'll talk about some of the takeaways. I think we have some fan feedback tonight. Um, we're in the building and we'll tell you exactly what we saw from our vantage point. And uh, yeah, man, we're going to talk about it. So <laughs> before we get into anything, of course, if you are new to the podcast, welcome, welcome. If you have accidentally stumbled onto the podcast, don't turn that dial. <laughs> it's your man, E-Dub, and, and, and a coming piece, a coming piece. This is the Hawks Beat Podcast, and here we talk Atlanta Hawks basketball. So uh, we would love for you to be a part of our show. We would love for you to connect with us on our social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram is how you get at us. That is the easiest way. And we would love for you to connect with us, man. 
We also would love for you to subscribe to the podcast and drop us a five-star rating. Let us know what and how we can better serve you, our consumer. <laughs> so if you're on if you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple Podcasts, why don't you go ahead and you can actually you can actually subscribe. Well not subscribe. You can actually rate us while you are listening to the podcast. All you've got to do if you're on Apple Podcasts and, and you're listening to the pod, just click on the link. It still should, it, the the episode should, still should be played. Just click on the link and scroll to the bottom, right? To get to the bottom of the Hawksbeat podcast and you're going to see ratings. Go ahead and click on the ratings, drop that five star and just be like, yo, I really like how E-Dub gets down with the get down. And we will greatly appreciate it. We will greatly appreciate it. We will even read your review on the air. So um, I appreciate the last person that left us a review. Um, they didn't leave a name on it. They just they just had factual opinion. Whoever left that review gave us five stars and said, my go-to after each game, tough season made better by E-Dub. And I tell you what, those words made me feel good. <laughs> we do a lot of work out here, bro. Like we do a lot of work. And the reviews and, and, and all of the positive feedback is very much uh, very much appreciated. So, get that out the way. Let's get into this ball game. All right. So, coming into tonight's game, this game was low key. Like there was low key a lot at stake here. There was low key a lot of stake. The Bulls had a one game lead on the Hawks for the ninth spot in the East. I can't tell you the last time the the, the Hawks were ninth in the East. I can't tell you. Um, Bulls came in with the twenty-five and twenty-eight game record. Um, they were five and five in their last ten. They're eleven and sixteen on the road. So this team is not playing like superior basketball by any means. By any means. So if there was, if there was a game, if there was a team. That you could probably, you know, take out before the All-Star break. It would probably be the Chicago Bulls. Like everything was there for the taking. But you still had to go and handle business. And unfortunately, the Hawks did not handle business. Hawks were down some bodies again. Uh, But the beginning of the game, it appeared that Bruno was going to play and it appeared that Dre Hunter was going to be back. And Dre Hunter was actually one of the stories of the game who had a brilliant game. Um, without Dre and without Bogey tonight, this game, they might lose this game by 20. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Both guys just really had it going, and um, we'll talk about that in just a minute. Um, AJ was listed as out with an illness. An illness. I, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm not going to do that tonight. Um, the Bulls were without Zach Levine. They were without Alex Caruso, and uh, everybody else for them played. So um, the thing about Chicago. Chicago has one of the worst offenses in the league. Like, they've got to be, like, bottom five, right? So, Chicago has one of the worst offenses in the league. And Atlanta has one of the worst defenses in the league. Something had to give. (laughs) Something had to give. And what do you think that something was? The Bulls score 111 points a game. 111 points in a game where cats are scoring like almost 175 points every night. The Bulls usually only manage 111 points until they play the Hawks and then they'll throw up 136. It's nauseating. It's nauseating, man. I tell you, it really is, man. Like, why? Why, why, why? Anywho, um, let's just kind of briefly talk about what we saw tonight going into this game. Like I mentioned earlier, Dre and Bogey were um, your best two players tonight. I have my thoughts on that, but I'll just I'll 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 keep that to myself for now. Um, those were the first two guys off the bench. And I tell you what, in the first quarter, they was kind of moving. You know what I mean? They were up comfortably with four minutes left. I think at the highest in the fourth quarter, I think the biggest lead in the fourth quarter may have been 13. I'm not sure if the 13-point lead was. I think it was in the first quarter. I think it was in the first quarter. But um, they just they looked smooth. Like it looked like effortlessly, you know. But I always caution everybody, listen, it's is the first first quarter, right? Um, Chicago was, 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 listen, Chicago, if nothing else, they are a really good coached team. Billy Donovan is a really good basketball coach. And, I, and I've always said this. I've always um, had a lot of respect for Billy Donovan, you know? Um, just a really good coach team. You knew they were not going to lay down, you know? 
they cut it down to around seven to end the quarter. I think they're going a little run before the quarter finishes and they're up seven. So, you know, you're feeling good about yourself after the fourth, the first quarter. Second quarter, um, you had bogey was killing and that was a note that I had on my thing. Just kind of looking at my notes, bogey was killing in that second quarter, but you didn't get much out of anybody else. You know, um, Dre had a couple baskets, but you were over four from Trey over two with Jonte. And that simply just can't happen. That simply just can't happen. Um, one guy that was cooking tonight for the Chicago bulls was, uh, let me see if I can pronounce his name correctly. Ayo da Sumo. Ayo da Sumo. Ayo da Sumo was the guard that was on Trey Young tonight, and he was just in his chest all night. He was in his chest all night long, and there was nothing Trey could do when he was defending him. He had a career high, not a season high, a career high against the Hawks. 29 points, 12 of 18 shooting, and 7 assists from a guy named Ayo Dasumo. Dude was balling. Dude was balling. Um, <laughs> and you may ask yourself, what does a guy like this normally average during the season? And I'm glad you asked me that because I'm about to tell you. For the season. Ayo Dasumo averages nine points a game. Nine. Well, let, let me let me let me give him a little credit. Nine point seven points a game. And tonight he had twenty nine points. Now, of course, tonight he had a lot more opportunity. So I'm not going to say the dude is a scrub. I'm not going to say he's a scrub. He had a lot more opportunity because Alex Caruso didn't play, and so. Uh, sometimes guys just need an opportunity and you got to credit that man for taking care of his opportunity. But, um, yeah, he was giving the Hawks fits, giving the Hawks fits. I thought a second quarter was a turning point in this game. I thought, um, the Hawks played good basketball for 12 minutes. Second quarter went straight to hell. Second quarter went straight to hell. Um, I noticed the Hawks looked like they were rushing a lot of their shots. Um, I didn't like the shot quality in the second quarter. Um, DJ Murray had a bad game. He had a bad quarter. That was the first time I noticed it. Like, oh, man, this dude, he, he just don't seem right tonight. You know? And I get you play a lot of games. Sometimes you're just not going to see that. But, yeah, I, I, I didn't like what I saw. <laughs> There was actually a point, I think the Hawks, uh, not the Hawks, the Bulls finished the quarter on a 12-2 run. They were up at least, I, I forget what, they, it may have been eight points. I don't know. I, I don't know exactly. It was three minutes left in the game, in, in, the, in the quarter, I'm sorry. I leave my seat. The Hawks are up comfortably. I leave my seat to go to the bathroom, get some popcorn, come back for halftime. And I come back. And I look at the score, and I was like, wait a minute. How in the world are the Bulls up one point? Look at the stats. Oh, they finished the quarter on a 12-2 run. That's not good. You know what else isn't good? When your two stars are combined 3 for 15 at 
the half. Three for 15. Your highest scores were DeAndre Hunter, Bogdan Bogdanovich at the half. Both of those guys had 13. Both of those guys were shooting the ball well. And here's the thing. Just because they were the highest scorers doesn't mean necessarily that they were playing the best. But it did tonight because I liked their energy. Like, they were just moving. Like, they was around. Like, Bogey was getting offensive boards. Dre was moving around. Like, they had the energy tonight. They had the hootspa. You know what I mean? I didn't get that feeling for number 11, and I didn't get that feeling for number 5. There was a a few moments from both of them, but not consistently. Not consistently. Third quarter was another big quarter for the Hawks. Um... And by big quarter, I mean that it, it was a quarter they really need to have, but they didn't have. Because by now, it was just like, okay, now your defense has gone from respectable to just, should I say atrocious? But let's just let's just agree and just say it was very bad. Can we do that? I'm not going to say atrocious because I just, let's just agree that it was very bad. Very bad. Uh, there was a moment that Trey picked up a technical in the third quarter after Tory Craig pretty much damn near grabbed DJ's arm and just twisted it. Well, maybe he didn't twist it, but he grabbed his arm. It, it was a blatant foul, and then the ref standing right freaking there and didn't see it. Trey picks up another foul, I mean another tech, and uh, yeah, it was just, just a, a, a terribly officiated moment. I, don't, I didn't think the game was officiated officiated too bad i thought it was like okay you know um i just thought it was okay but in that third quarter i'm gonna be honest with you at one point i wrote the bulls are playing some beautiful basketball they're playing they were playing some beautiful basketball they're moving the ball finding the open man and again good coaching is of value like it is of value you know it's just that Chicago Bulls just don't have a lot of talent. Like, there's sometimes they just don't have a lot of talent. But um, that third quarter, man, they look good. They were up by five with, like, three minutes left, and they end up winning that quarter by four points. And so you're going into the fourth quarter. And I will say this. The, Bull, the, the Atlanta Hawks fought all the way down to the end. All the way down to the end, even with, like, a minute and something left. Like, they still had an opportunity to win this game. But there was never a moment where I felt that they were going to win this game. They were they were only down by six with like a minute and a half left. Like, that's not an insurmountable lead. That is not an insurmountable lead. But I never felt that they were going to make it up. I never felt that they were going to make it up and they was going to, you know, pull it out because they just didn't seem together. They didn't seem together. I mean, the word for the year we've always been talking about is connected. They didn't seem connected tonight. Defensively, they just, I mean, they really couldn't get stops. They got killed on the boards. And they really could have used Clint Capella tonight, <laughs> which is which is something wild to say. It's wild to say. They really could have used Clint Capella tonight. I mean, somebody just in the paint and just kind of, uh, being a force in the paint, you know what I'm saying? Um, not that Clint Capella is like the Kimbe Matumbo, but he is a, a, a bit of a presence, you know, uh, much more than Anyaka Akangu is. That's not really his bag, but it is what it is. Hawks got another look at Andre Drummond tonight. 
seven points, 11 boards in 16 minutes. 11 boards in 16 minutes. Listen, I am still, I am still on the Andre Drummond to Atlanta train. I will continue to bang that train, bang that drum as long as Andre Drummond is in the league. This is what he does, man. He's a big body. Get you 11 boards in 16 minutes. Anyeka Kongu had 12 boards in 32 minutes. Right? And, and that's not a slap in the face to Anyeka. That is just showing the skill set of Andre Drummond, who is one of the best rebounders in NBA history. And he still has the ability to pull down rebounds. He played 16 minutes tonight. How much of a luxury would that be to have Andre Drummond backing up on Yeka Okonkwo? He's a big who can rebound like he he would be. He would just I mean, I I'm, I'm in favor of Andre Drummond to Atlanta. I'll just say that. I'll just say that. Um, but yeah, it was just it was just too much Chicago and, and not enough defense and. Um, you know, that it just wasn't enough, man. Like they just didn't have it tonight and some nights they just not going to have it. But I, I, I think it, it was a critical, um, a critical opportunity that was dropped by the, um, Atlanta Hawks. And unfortunately that's just kind of what it is. So they failed to break up a, um, they failed to break up any ground and, uh, let's see what you guys had to say about tonight's game. Um, if you are on Twitter or X, make sure you follow us at Hawks Beat. After every game, I always ask Hawks fans, hey, what did you guys think about the game? And sometimes y'all ain't got nothing to say. Sometimes y'all do have something to say. So tonight, going to read a couple of your tweets and see exactly how you guys were feeling after the Hawks lost to the Bulls. All right. Justin Visible Six on Twitter says, "If Kobe plays, we win." <laughs> Shout out to Kobe Buffkin, man. Thought I was gonna get some more PT watching him play tonight after last night's game, but uh, nah. DMP coach's decision. Quinn went back to that nine man rotation, and that nine man rotation does not include Kobe Buffkin. Feel how you want to feel about that. That's just the reality of the situation. I would have loved to see Kobe Buffkin tonight. I would have loved to. I mean, why not? Why not? Anywho. Um, skip to my Lou ATL said we played hard for the first 20 minutes. <laughs> He's right, man. He's right. He played hard for 20 minutes, you know. And you still had the opportunity to win the game. That's the crazy thing, Lou. That's the crazy thing. Like, it was less than two minutes left, and you still technically could have still won the game. All right. Thanks for checking in, man. Um, Rashad365, well, 365 Rashad, says, I've never in my life witnessed a team this bad at defending. Shaking my head. Disgusting. Hey, man. If that's how Rashad feels, that's how Rashad feels. And I'm not going to argue, argue with you, brother. The defense was not defending tonight. 
<laughs> and finally, Matt ATL28 says, whole roster reset. I tell you this, brother. If you want a whole roster reset, you're going to have to wait till the offseason. <laughs> the brothers, them dudes, they make no moves on the trade deadline. So if you want a whole roster reset, you're going to have to wait. But um, tonight was just definitely a night for... Um, uh, well, let me say, tonight was definitely not a night for the duo of Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. Um, Sadiq Bey was just kind of average, I thought. Jalen Johnson was just kind of, you know, um, nobody was really special tonight. Like, no starter scored over 20 points. And you're just not going to win when that happens. Like, you're just not going to win. You look at the Bulls, DeRozan, 29. Vujicic's 24. Uh do some, do, I had his name written down. I don't forget. Dasumo, Dasumo scored 29. Kobe White, 20. That's four starters scoring over 20 points. Yes, Bogey and Dre both went over 20, 23, and 28. But you didn't have that one starter score 20 points. You're not going to win that way. You're simply not going to win, you know. Um, Bulls shooting 46 from three. You're shooting 32% from three. And you yoked up almost 15 more threes than them. You're not going to win that way. You're not going to win. Um, I will say this as far as takeaways. And I'll just give you some takeaways and I'll be out your hair. Next game Hawks have is Wednesday in Charlotte. That is the last game before the All-Star break. During the All-Star break, we'll probably have a couple of shows then. But we may just take some time and retool. May just take some time and retool. Uh, it's been a long season, to be honest with you. Like, we pump these podcasts out. And, and I tell you what, man. Like, and I don't even pod like Brad pod. Brad, I do pod four and five podcasts a week. I ain't, I ain't going to do it like that, brother. I ain't gonna, I'm going to tell you that right now. <laughs> but, like, it's a lot. It's a lot on us, you know. And so we're always appreciative of, first of all, we're appreciative of the listeners. We're appreciative of the support. But, um, when it's time to take a little break, we, we take those little breaks, you know, so I might take a little break, some time off, but we'll see. Um, takeaways, takeaways first is this, this is not a bad loss, but it's kind of a big loss, right? So let me explain that. It's not a bad loss in the sense of they just look terrible. Like, I mean, the defense looked terrible, but I, I, I wouldn't classify it as a bad loss. But it was a big because, number one, you had the opportunity for the first time in a long time to make a move in the, in the standings. And you didn't. Like, you had a big opportunity to make a move in the standings and you didn't. Um, so that's a problem. You lost the tiebreaker to the Bulls. So if you go the rest of the season and things work out where you guys are having the same record, guess what? They win the tiebreaker. Currently, you're 24 and 30, and the Bulls are 26 and 28. That's a very close, uh, very close in the standings record-wise. So if y'all end up with the same record, Chicago Bulls going to win that, you know? So that's why this game is important tonight. This game was important tonight. And it and is disappointing because the Bulls on the road, they were 11 and 16. You know what the Hawks are on at home? 13 and 14. That's not good, man. 
Like, and I'm not going to go over the metrics and say, oh, the Hawks are doing this, they're doing that. They're not doing this. You know what this Hawks team is. Especially the fans that are locked in. You know what this Hawks team is. And you know, um, and that is why when the trade deadline was over, that's why a lot of y'all was upset. Because y'all know what this team is. Y'all aren't delusional. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I mean, I, some of y'all are, <laughs> but some of y'all, but the but good majority of y'all are not delusional. This team, when you look at this roster, when you look, no, not even the roster, when you look at the Eastern Conference and you look at the first six teams, Boston, Cleveland, Milwaukee, New York, Philly, Orlando, all of these teams have very good home records. Boston, 25 and three. 18 and 9, 23 and 6, 19 and 8, 17 and 10, 17 and 7. Those top six teams win their home games. And then you get to the middle of the pack, the play in pack. You got Indiana, Miami, Chicago. Even Indiana's 17 and 11 at home. Miami's 15 and 13. Chicago's 15 and 12. What are the Hawks? 13 and 15. Why they can't win at home? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's just what it is, you know? So, um, yeah, that, that hurts. That hurts. Uh, my last takeaway is this. Another bad game for Trey and DeJounte. Another game where they're not really in sync. Another game that is part of the Trey and DeJounte sample size and not in a good way. I mean, we talked about sample size when we were talking to, to, you know, Landry Fields, right? You know, we talked about, hey, you look at the numbers, Trey and DeJounte, um, it is starting to appear that they are having more games where they are not effective than games when they are effective. And it's crazy because the games when they are effective, they look so good. And you're like, okay, yeah, like that's why they did this. But it, it is appear and it, it, it is um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's just me and I'm and this is just my opinion. Take it or leave it however you feel. It appears that Quinn is starting to play them less and less together. I looked at it in the first half, I was like, man, it doesn't seem like they've been playing together. It seemed like they started the game together and then they ended the the second quarter together. But a large chunk, like of that in-between time, is DeJounte and his group, and it's Trey and his group. And for the longest time, I've said the reason I don't feel this is working, or the, I, I, the reason I feel it won't work, is because they play the same position. They are both ball-dominant point guards. That's who they are. Can Trey play off ball? Yep. Can DeJounte play off ball? Yes, but together, for whatever reason, hasn't translated to wins, hasn't translated to W's like it should have. That's my point. That's all. That's all. But ladies and gentlemen, Hawks play on Wednesday in Charlotte, and then it will be time for the All-Star break. I'll probably do some mid-season report cards and some things like that, some creative things over the break, but we'll see. We will see. But I appreciate you for checking out the podcast and supporting us and retweets and resharing the uh, subscriptions. Go ahead and subscribe and make sure you drop that five star on us and leave us a nice note about your boy. Ida. We would greatly appreciate that.
<laughs> like we always say, God is good all time and all time God is good. So if you don't know, you need to find him, show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L O B E love. We out. Peace. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.